Hey guys, <laughs> I hate this so much. Hey guys, welcome to another wrestling podcast. I'm your host Matthew Allen. Joined with me is Wayne Brantley, Ryan Fox. How are y'all? Miserable. I'm doing all right. How you doing? That sounds about right. Pretty miserable. That man is the loudest he'll be in the mic the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyways, man, we're back covering some heels. You know, we got. We got a couple things doing this show. Well, look, this is this is an all for one. This is a we're just gonna pile in what usually we'll do in two, maybe three <laughs> oh, crap, episodes. You haven't told Ryan about no. this yet. <laughs> so usually on a weekend like this, we usually do a predictions episode for each oh, pay per view. <laughs> on top of the stuff we covered, but I was joking when I said I was doing miserable. Now I'm for real. <laughs> exactly. So we're just gonna go ahead and we're going to try to throw in not a champions predictions, double or nothing predictions, along with reviewing this episode. So, I have an idea. We're going to breeze through these predictions really quick. And I'll be honest with you, if we count the points to it, whatever, don't care. But we're going to breeze through the predictions. Roll through it real quick. Night of Champions, I don't think, has many matches. Double or Nothing, on the other hand, has a few. Why don't, why don't just, just so we keep track of some points. Okay. Let's do, a, let's do the most important match from each show. Okay. Which is two shows, right? Yes. Far as I know. Fair enough. <laughs> Ooh, what would be the most important match at Night of Champions? It's the world title match to me. To me. I don't know about y'all. I, yeah, I guess it would be <laughs> Ryan's face. Like, <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> there's a show tomorrow? What? Oh, I know there's. <laughs> Some would probably argue the uh, tag match, but that was for storyline stuff. I don't really care personally. I mean, that is important, but, yeah, but I'm kind of looking at who's going to be the. The new world champ, the first world world heavyweight champion since 2013. That's right. They're picking up the lineage. They're going to pick yeah. it up from where Orton and Cena unified. So, um, sweet. So, we can do that. fitting because Orton's going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we'll do that. Uh, do you guys want to run through the whole match card and just keep track of the main match point? Sure. Yeah. Okay. We are, in fact, a wrestling show. We'll move it quick. Are we? Mm. I mean, just wait. Um <laughs> Welcome to another podcast podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus. Becky. Yeah. I'm going Trish. I mean... Like it matters. If, um, I guess if Trish is going to stick around, I mean, I don't... They're saying that this could go to SummerSlam with these two. Dear so, God. Well, then this exactly. would be... <laughs> about the middle point, so... Yeah. Let Trish so, get one, and then... Uh-huh, Becky get one, you know. Um... Here's one that I had no clue about, nor do I care about. Rhea Ripley and Natalia. Who do you... <laughs> what? <laughs> Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. Women's title on the line. Do you care? No. Is Rhea going to win? Yeah. All right. Move on. What makes you say that? <laughs> Why <laughs> do you think I wouldn't care about that? Because <laughs> Natalia... I am offended that you were correct. Natalia's the boat. <laughs> Bianca that Belair... That is what they call her. That is what they call her. <laughs> Bianca Belair, Asuka. Bosca. <laughs> we'll go with Bianca. You think you're funny? You think you're special? <laughs> you do. I can see um, it in your eyes. Yeah. I'm doing Oscar. I just, I, I kind of want Bianca to not have the belt. That's what I said. You said Bosca. Bianca. <laughs> Bianca. I wouldn't mind Oscar winning, but I think Bianca's gonna win. Probably so. She, how long has she had the title now? Over a year. Well, I mean, Mania was a year. Minute. Holy shockers! About a minute or two. <laughs> Uh, I see title match Mustafa Ali 
versus Gunther. Buddy. <laughs> our, our accent is not cut out for saying it's, Mustafa. It's Mo- that's what it's it's Mustafa. It's Mustafa. <laughs> Mufasa's taking on Gunner. <laughs> I mean, Gunner. <laughs> wait, is that, wait, that's Mustafa Ali versus Gunther? Yeah, I see title. He won the Battle Royal, remember? Dude, he's going to beat the crap out of him. Yep. I'm talking about Ali beating up That's right. Gunther, of yeah. course. I'm picking Gunther. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, Gunther. He's going to hold that title for till at least Mania next year. Yeah, I'm taking Gunner. <laughs> Gunner, uh, what was was dude in TNA? It was just Gunner. It was Jackson Riker? Yeah. Yeah. It was just Gunner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He's retiring, by the way. I wonder why. I wonder why. Probably yeah. doesn't get booked. <laughs> Undisputed tag title match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, their first appearance in Saudi Arabia, taking on um, Roman and Solo from the Bloodline. So, and if you don't know, feel free to completely ignore me here. Why, like, was there something recently that made Sami okay with going to Saudi? I think it was a political thing. So I think something mm-hmm. to do, like, at least from what I was seeing from sources, I can't say the reliable ones, but everybody was trying to say that maybe the political climate was... Different, or there was some type of political issue that was resolved, and now it's okay. Because you know, it was really Sammy who didn't want to go, and then Kevin was not going because Sammy couldn't go or something. I think that's been situated. So now they're there. So I Good. saw a TikTok of Kevin Owens doing a swanton onto a big like crash pad. It was oh, like cool. at some fair thing or like access. It looked like they set up access or something. So, um, cool. Who you got? Um. Sammy or Bloodline? So I would really love... And by the way, it's Bloodline, Roman, and Solo, mm-hmm. not Usos. Yep. Who, by the way, I think on SmackDown, Jimmy Uso said he was the tribal chief, which, <laughs> I mean, this is starting to really boil over here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go uh, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah. I don't... I don't. Th- I think this is just to progress the Bloodline's dissension. I don't think it has anything to do with the actual match. Who, who, ta- <laughs> who, who takes that pin? Oof. Because uh, you're trying to protect Solo. Now, hey, Solo's already lost before. I think Cody beat him clean. But... Ended under DQ. Did it end under DQ? No. You, oh, I, you, oh. You I mean, if, if so far Solo's only loss is clean to Cody Rhodes, I mean, clean to KO and Sammy with some distraction of some sort isn't that bad. Yeah. Maybe the Usos show up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Or, I mean... That's what I was thinking. Or could Roman... Because they're doing a thousand-day celebration ceremony on the next SmackDown. Why, why, don't, why don't they do it on the thousandth day, which is uh, tomorrow? Well, because he's in a match, brother. Um, why not defend the title as a celebration? That'd be on Night of Champions? It's a crazy idea. <laughs> <laughs> really hey, you know what? Another thing, Night of Champions? For us, it's during the day. That's right. Day of Champions. Uh, it's the lunchtime of Champions. He's coming on at noon. I'm going um, to DoorDash some uh, Itchy Bond. Oh, pretty sweet. Yeah. Getting some Itchy Butt. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. KO and Sammy will probably get the win. I, I think Roman can... I think Roman also can take the pin. Why not? This would be his first pinfall. That's true. But if it's under... If it's with distractions or some dissension. I think it, it, it could you know progress what? the bloodline storyline. Didn't the last pinfall he took, wasn't it, in Saudi? From Baron Corbin? I thought it was on a random episode of SmackDown. I don't know. I don't know. Let's ask our stat guy, Ryan. Ryan, when, Ryan, when was the last time Roman Reigns was pinned? Saudi. <laughs> or, or a random SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe by Baron Corbin. No, it was we, we, Corbin. We've established it was by Corbin. Yeah, it was by Corbin either in Saudi or on SmackDown. 
on a Saudi in SmackDown. Uh, on a Smack wait on a SmackDown in Saudi. On a Saudi down. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. So we're kind of oh, obviously we're in agreement. I think KO and Sammy retain. We just don't really know. Ryan, do you agree? How you, you should say no. That'd be funny. Do you agree that Sammy and KO retain? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean. uh, next up, it's a fight. Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar. Cody's oh, arm broken is arm. in a sling. <laughs> is it not a match? <laughs> they can, they are putting over the word brother. fight. <laughs> it's a, so Wikipedia says singles match, but Triple H put it over at the press conference. It's a fight. Are y'all gonna be a badass fight? <laughs> are y'all feeling the whole uh, Twitter social media theory that Triple H is the one behind Brock? I like it, and I, I kind of see it a little bit. They're saying that, like, because when Triple H was in the locker room with Cody, he looked at him and, and, like, with a sly smile, said, you just don't know when to stop, do you, kid? And someone's like, this could be, like, a storyline of, hey, you left the WWE and went and started something else, now I mean, you're back. it could, but here's the thing. It, wh- what do you think the payoff is? What do you think the payoff would be it, for this? It would be Cody versus Triple H, right? That would be the perfect blow-off and payoff if this was a feud. You can't do that, because Triple H cannot wrestle. I don't know if you've ever wrestled in a pacemaker. I personally haven't. I don't think you can. If you really love the business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's going to Randy the Ram and get one more, one more crotch chop. He just falls over. Fade to black. No one knows what happens. <laughs> just like Cody's pitching the idea to him backstage. I can't uh, wrestle. And then Cody's like, what's more important? Your heart or this business? Because my heart is this business. My father... <laughs> The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, was a great man who would have wrestled with a pacemaker if he would have let him. I turned into flair. If he would have let him? Yep. <laughs> you did turn into flair there. <laughs> I mean, I did. Um, I don't know what this is supposed to be, so I don't know if you need to pick a winner because they're putting over it as a fight. So Cody. I'm guessing it's unsanctioned. Cody won the last one. Yeah, true. And he's got a, broken on Well, there's also a rumor that this won't be the feud Cody does at SummerSlam. The rumor is Bray Wyatt is going to yeah. be the yeah, <laughs> career killer Bray Wyatt is going to come in and ruin it. Um, I Just as I don't want Bray Wyatt to come back and have the feud at all, I'll do Brock because I want them to have at least another something at SummerSlam. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I mean, let like let Brock rip his arm off and Cody just comes out with the Winter Soldier arm full red, white, and blue and gold. There's an eagle for a hand. And I mean, just... Yo, if they could pull off him ripping his arm off and make it look semi-realistic. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, not like uh even like I like obviously you would see it and know it's it's BS, it's fake, but like if they could just make it look somewhat believable, I'd, I'd be cool with yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, you mean kind of like how they made the Rey Mysterio eye for an eye look really believable? <laughs> <laughs> hey, on some on some real stuff though, Cody ain't never going to finish that damn story. <laughs> like straight up, he's not. Rum's going to hold the belt till WrestleMania 50. <laughs> just um until he retires. To be fair, I think I think you again finish the story with Roman at Mania Forty. I think that's what they're they're giving him the Cena twenty twelve run, kind of, sort of. <laughs> like he's gonna win the Rumble, <laughs> but at this point in twenty twelve, Cena had already beat Brock and was done with him. That's true. But what would you? Have he was Cody going to get Cody to feud with John Laurinaitis, just like Cena did. Maybe that's what Triple H is in for. Like, there you go. Hey kid, she's never very good for the business. Uh. I'm sure Triple H can take one crossroads. If you love the business. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so do we do we want to predict Cody Brock? I mean, Cody's going to probably go over, I would assume. I don't know. 
both of them are going to look strong to probably set up a third match or a third something. I don't know. So let's just say it'll be entertaining and move on. That's right. I'll be and sports entertained. Yeah, you will. Perfect. Here we go. The World Heavyweight Championship is back. And we got Seth freaking Rollins versus AJ Styles. Seth. Sure enough, going to be match of the night. Oh, God, dude. I mean... The, the, the last time I remember them being in the ring was actually... It was for the Universal title at yep. Money in the Bank. 2019, yeah. I remember me and Ryan were watching it, and my, my uh, network app kept glitching throughout the entire match. But I went back and rewatched it, and it was just... It was solid. Yeah, it was amazing, really dude. Um, if, the, if, the, if the match tomorrow is half as good as that, I'm happy. Who, who do y'all think wins? Seth. Because Seth is filming a movie. True. That's, that's why I'm going AJ. Yeah, and AJ went over on SmackDown. He beat Karrion Cross. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. Karrion Cross did that little tarot card, whatever. He'd like, oh, here's AJ Styles' card. Tick tock. Days are up. My wife's hot. And then. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And then lost tonight on SmackDown. So maybe. Fair enough. I'll go Seth. Because I'm kind of with you now. It's kind of stupid to have a SmackDown guy win the world title that's supposed to be on Raw. Even though you can just move him over, I just don't. What's the point of doing the draft and having your world champion come from SmackDown? You know, uh, I, I agree, and it's actually a tough pick for me because Seth, being a part of a movie right now, and they've had they've had backstage pre-recorded promos for Seth the past two Monday Night Rawls of him talking about the business, basically, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and the whole shtick is this is not a part-time champion, so I don't know how soon he's going to be done wrapping up filming for well, that. I don't know how big his part is. He's in the new Captain America movie. Right. I don't know how big... I don't really know what or how he's a part of it. I don't know if it's a small role. Now, granted, it's going to be great because I think Seth is one of those few who maybe no one thought would probably do Hollywood but can easily do it because we've seen his character work on WWE. And you can think he's highly entertaining. He needs to take a crack at it. So, um... Take a crap at it. Take a crap at it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll still go Seth, but I don't really know what you do if he does win it, and he's still just, filming the movie. Just because we're only picking one match from this show, and I'd want to be different, and I think there's a good chance AJ could get it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I both of them really like. I don't. I'm not gonna use the word need, but both of them would look really good with that title and really bring some legitimacy early on to the title. So but, I'm going. I'm going AJ. So if AJ wins, I'm assuming you move him to Raw, right? Well, yeah. Yes. Do you move the OC? I mean, that's part of their contract is that they're with him, isn't it? I, maybe. I would guess so. Um, that's the thing. Did you also have them drafted to SmackDown? So, like, you just take what I granted. I thought they should have stayed on Raw anyways. I don't. I didn't understand the move to SmackDown, but I think they were just flip-flopping pretty much most of the brand. But um, it'll be a great match. I mean, it's going to be a good match. Give them 20 to 25. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it'll be solid. So that's the match we're picking. That was the big one, right? The worst, I'm assuming that's the main event or the tag match. I think. So we thought the six-man tag at uh, Backlash was going to be the main event, but it wasn't. It was Cody Brock. Right. So I'm going to say the world title will be the main event. Yeah, and I, I think so. And I really think if it's not the main event, they're already backing themselves into a corner yep. of how the world title was before it got morphed into the main title. Yeah. It was... We're opening up the pay per view. We're in the middle of the card. Mm -hmm. They can't do that with this one. It's got a main event, something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a SmackDown or a, a mm -hmm. B show pay per view. Yeah. Um. So, 
That's one card done. We're going to breeze through double or nothing real quick because there's not really much on there. Um, trios championship match, House of Blight versus the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn. I mean, House of Black. <laughs> yeah, I would think um, so. Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, and an unsanctioned match with Sabu. That's an unsanctioned match. By the way, some stuff has came out on Sabu. People have uh, dug up some stuff from... Which, by the way, it's Sabu. Was anybody really surprised? Uh, He's homicidal, suicidal, and genocidal. And racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dropped, dropped homicidal, it. suicidal, racist. <laughs> dropped the N-word in like an interview with Satin like a few years ago. You, di- you didn't see that? I, I mean, I saw something on like TikTok or on Instagram about it. Like <laughs> he said, Everybody hates Hodum but loves Sabu. <laughs> he said, quote, I'm not racist, proceeds to drop the N-word with hard R. <laughs> And then, well, Tony Khan said he's having a lot of appearances. <laughs> and then uh, someone resurfaced a conversation with him and Jr. on Twitter, where Jr. posted a picture of him with like a black eye. He was beat up, and Jr. said, "Took a bad bump last night. The concrete went over." Sabu commented, "said He's a puss ass <laughs> and an all around asshole." So f you, Jim Ross. Hope you die, you dickhead, cock eater, two faced WWE f boy. <laughs> and uh, dropped the uh, I'll, I'll say bundle of sticks word <laughs> I think we all know what I'm referring to there the other F word ah yeah that Fra- uh that, Frank- that, that, Frankenstein yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's that one homophobic slur ah. that people uh, mm. tend to say when Ryan <laughs> <laughs> why'd, why'd you go to Ryan what British folks call cigarettes is that what they call cigarettes? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was shocking. The, the four-letter variant. <laughs> oh. You know, green flag. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyways, <laughs> unsanctioned match, Adam Cole, Chris Jericho. With, Sa- with, uh, with Sabu as a special guest enforcer. <laughs> the guy who can barely get to the ring is going to be your special guest enforcer. Are we surprised that a guy that's taking a lot of chair shots to the head is a little bit racist? <laughs> I mean, Helen Keller was. So. She couldn't see or hear. That's that, crazy. That, that's, how, that's, that's how you know she's Do we fake. know that, though? For sure. Do we know if she's a real person? She's not. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, we have a lot to do. Who's winning, Adam Cole, Chris Jericho? I'm going to go Cole. I'm going yeah. Cole, baby. <laughs> All right, six-man tag match. Hardys and Hook take on Ethan Page and the Guns. If the Hardys and Hook win, Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract. <laughs> What is up with owning people in AEW? Because <laughs> they did it to Matt Hardy. No, they said. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> they were like, Stokes was like, if we win, we own you. And they, like, what is going on? I just love wrestling. Um, so that stipulation you read was long, and I did not comprehend most of it. So can you say it again? If Hardys and Hook win. I can sum it up, but I don't think you want me to. No. no. <laughs> if uh, the Hardys win. Then, oh, wait. If the Har- Oh, Hardys. Yeah. So Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract. So, yeah. Hardys and Hook. So, haven't seen Hook in a while. Like, he's making appearances, but he's not like. Hmm. Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy? Hook? Hook? <laughs> Matt Hardy? All right. Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie, TBS Champion. Jesus Christ. Jade Cargill. Yeah. I'm going Taya. They've been, what? They've been pushing Taya Valkyrie pretty hard lately. Like they suspended her anti, you know, anti authority. All this straight. She's the stone cold of our generation. Like, how many of these are we gonna have? <laughs> how I already got mocks. Okay, so this this girl Jade, dude. Okay, 
She's like reached the year 60 mark, and right? right? Yeah, something like that. Holy God. Close dude. to it. Didn't she win the belt at Dover, I think, last year? Sure. <laughs> Maybe before. She's helped it out for a while. I think she had it at Revolution last year. And she year. can't. I mean, and she can't. Like, how much higher can you go with it? Besides just going you after have, the world. That's what I'm time. saying. I think that's what you have to do. And I, I really think you do it in the old cheapskate form of a multi-woman match and you have her not take well, the Well, you pin. may have to do that because Jamie Hayter, there was a rumor that Hayter may be hurt. But, hey, if you're trying to build stars, have Cargill take the pin. It won't hurt her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go Taya. May as well change it Fair up. Fair enough. I, 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 Here I, we go. And when I say Ryan, that... you want to pick? You want to pick? Jade. You pick. Okay. I, I don't even think pick. I picked. You picked Jade. Uh, I did I did say Jade, yeah. So, we've already had some gimmicks. You got the Hardys win. They did the contract. Special Disenforcer, Unsanctioned Match, all that type of stuff. Now we're getting into a lot of gimmicks. Because you have Anarchy in the Arena, which, oh. granted, is going to, I think, be Match of the Night. Maybe right next to the Four Pillars Fatal 4-Way. Do you... Match of the Night or Entertainment of the Night? Probably Entertainment. I think I'll, I'll be... Will Wild Thing play for the first nine minutes? No, I hope not. I, I love Wild so. Thing. I love Wild Thing, but it's just... It, Them brawling while music was playing was cool. I'm cool with that. But it just depends on who comes out last. You, now, here's the thing. Could it be Wild Thing or Carry On My Way Where It's On? That would be sick. <laughs> Plus, mean, that song is seven minutes long anyways. Yeah. So you do it twice, you got at least half the match. Yep. So you got Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite with now Hangman Page, who reunited uh, two weeks ago, last yeah. week. We on. haven't talked wrestling in a while, so I just I want to put out there, Don Callis turned on Kenny Omega. He did. He did. He uh, did. The Blackpool Combat Club is heel. Like, mm-hmm. all this has happened, yeah. like, in the past couple of weeks. Um, Brian Anderson's done some really good work as a heel. <sighs> yes, uh, he has. Claudio, don't care. Willie Uter, don't care. Moxley. Wrestler of the year. How long until he bleeds? Um, Three minutes. Well, they, they shared a uh, screenshot of the game. Oh, Holy there's blood crap. all over the place. There's yeah, Microsoft Paint looking. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I don't think people understand that this game is supposed to be an arcade game. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, well, why, why does Omega look so cartoony? That's the point. Yeah. Like I've watched the gameplay. It looks fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm buy it. it. I've seen one. people on both ends of the spectrum on it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm loving it and hating it. I literally in one comment thread I saw someone say, This game looks like something I played in the eighties and someone was like, This is gonna be the best wrestling game since nineteen ninety nine. I mean, No Mercy is considered yeah. the greatest game ever. It does kind of look like it a little bit. A little No Mercy feel. I'm cool with it. I've never played No Mercy, Absolutely. but everyone's bragged on it. Right. Mainly for the controls and the physics. And with and with, with Ukes being on board and with this game being in development for three years almost, yeah. I I expect it to be good. Well, it's the perfect pairing because it's Ukes and a THQ. It's THQ Nordic, but yeah. I mean. I expect that, the game that. to be good. I'm going to play it. Yeah. Who you got for Anarchy in the Arena? Who, who, who y'all got? What say you? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Elite. Elite. Oh, wow. I know, right? Um, <laughs> singles match for the Women's World Championship, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm. I've really started to like Jamie Hayter a lot. Uh, I've liked her since like she kind of started getting some buzz last year. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm, I'm becoming a fan. She's, she's really she's, good. She gets better every match, it mm-hmm. seems like. Anytime she's on TV, it seems like she gets better. Yep. Um, whew, uh, Tony's good, too, though. Yeah. I'm saying that, which, I don't know, because, again, the reports of her being injured or dealing with an injury, I don't know how true or how severe it is. I'm going to go Jamie Hayter just to be safe. Me too. Because I love me some Haterade. That's right. I forgot that she does say that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Next up. For right the, there. I mean, you got to. For the International <laughs> Championship, a 21-man blackjack battle royal. Yes. 
<laughs> Participants are Orange Cassidy, Ricky Starts, The Butcher, Blade, Bandito, Commander. Is it Commander? Sure, whatever. Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, Ari Davari, Tony Nese, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, Kip Sabian, Ray Phoenix, Penta, Swerve, Brian Cage, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Keith Lee, and Dustin Rhodes. Who's winning? So, it's a lot of names. So, I really... Like, I'd like to say Jay White. Does the winner get anything? They win the international title. Okay. Orange Cassidy's the champion. I'm, I'm, the I'm going Cassidy retaining. He's done, he's really elevated that belt. Yes, he has. And he's done great he, He's made it. my mom a fan. My mom enjoys watching Orange Cassidy. But I will say... I'll go Jay White just... I to, think... I mean, he's hasn't been there long. Yeah, and I feel has like... He's already, already kind of getting lost in the shuffle a little yeah. bit. He does have Bullet Club gold with Juice Robinson. So, like, Bullet Club is in AEW, but I think you need something to elevate it. So, I'm, I'm also going to go... Um, Jay White. Honorable mention to Keith Lee. I think Keith Lee could benefit from it. Sure. But, you know, since he's wearing the cape and stuff. But I yeah. mean, um, but yeah, I'll go Jay White. So, uh, next up, here's another gimmick match. A ladder match for the TNT title, Wardlow versus Christian Cage. That is not the participants I expected to be named for that. Uh, Christian in a ladder match, dude, he just came back, what, three years ago, two years ago? Two years ago, and then he just came back from injury in AEW yeah. like a couple months ago. Oh my god, are we gonna get a kill switch off the ladder? Is that possible? <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> One person on the other side with their back turned, just like that. But if he's if he's if he's holding your arms, he'd have to let go almost immediately. Yeah, and also there's that potential of Christian's the ladder falling weight. over. Yeah, or Christian's <laughs> or Christian's weight falling all on. You just have Aubrey and. Every ref in there just holding the ladder. <laughs> so here, I'm, here's my prediction: Christian's winning, but not clean because Luke Source is going to help him climb the ladder. I think Wardlow doesn't need. I'm, I really don't like Wardlow. <laughs> like, so I did, and now I don't. It's I, I liked Wardlow during the whole MJF Spears story they had last year, and then when that ended, every week. Nothing against the guy; he just got less interesting for me, and he still is less interesting. Like, yeah. Truthfully, and he, they're giving him a lot of. He's already a three-time TNT champion. Dear God, they're oh my. Um, he's done nothing with. Now, granted, the pairing of Arn with him has helped very little. Teensy wincy, very little, and it's not because it's improved Wardlow. I just really love Arn Anderson. <laughs> like, Fair enough. <laughs> um, he's a hard guy to dislike, especially when he pulls out the fake the Glock. Glock. <laughs> he's just yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, this new thing now. Uh, I think Christian wins with some help of Luchasaurus, and I think Christian brings that TNT title. Back to what it should have been when Cody and Brody were. I mean, you got I Am God, Heal Christian with a title around his waist. Jeez. And elevating your talent that you have sitting around the mid-corner not doing anything, I think it needs to happen. Yeah, I'd like to see it. Christian, Wardlow? I'm going to go Christian. I like it. Nice. Christian. Here's another stipulation. Here's another one. You got a special guest ref tag match for the AEW World Tag Team titles. FDR taking on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. With Mark Briscoe as your special guest referee. I like that. It's cool. Yep. Pretty solid. Uh, not to mention Jay, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett are going to have 500 people at ringside with them because Karen Jarrett's now in AEW. So, yep. So, who, who, what say you? Who y'all got? What you, what you thinking? We go Lethal and Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was watching Ricky Stenhouse. That boy. Punch some tires or something. That boy. Fair enough. Goodness. I'm doing FTR. Yeah, me too. I was just kidding about Lethal and Jarrett. Well, there has been some dissension with Lethal and Jarrett, but I think it was they're interviewing Bristow. Like, I guess they're like, 
big, I don't know what they call it, media day at Double or Nothing, you know, that fan access stuff that they do. Yeah. And they were like, we kind of see some dissent between you and Lethal and Jerry's like, and Le- Brick was like, yeah, man, I don't like them people, <laughs> but they provide a lot of help on the chicken farm. <laughs> so, you know what? I think I think they're all right. Like, it's so great. I, I really didn't have enjoyed Mark Bristow. Granted, he hasn't done much on the AEW side of things besides mm-hmm. just being a character and kind of being there, but... He's been entertaining. Which, love, if he brings that to the table, I mean, oh yeah, I'm cool with that. Because really, him. let him let him just hold the Ring of Honor World Title for six years. Like, just why let not? It. I mean, it's I not mean, gonna hurt anything. Yeah, three people are watching anyways. I mean, um, I'm doing FTR, so it's an easy bet. Yeah. yeah. As much as I love Jeff Jarrett, but that's not the point. I just love the pairing of Lethal and Jarrett. Yeah, I think it's, and they've been entertaining. They, have y'all seen the segment where they actually go to the Briscoe farm and they're actually trying to work and help and try to <laughs> and try to brown nose <laughs> the Briscoes, or at least try to mess with Mark and like, hey, help help us out a little bit. It's pretty funny. Um, it's like when uh, like Pam uh, Phyllis, they all went to Dwight's farm to try not to get him to send that email yep. to uh, Robert California. <laughs> That's pretty much what it's like. Yeah. Um, Why did I think of that? So then you got your main event, I would assume. Uh, unless Anarchy in the Arena could be. The Elite or I mean, huge, whatever. But I think this match should be bigger. Fatal Four Way, AW World Title, your four pillars MJF, Sammy Devar, Darby Allen, and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I feel like it's pretty simple to say MJF. Storyline's been decent. I was not sure of it, but the storyline's been good. Once I saw that uh, Jungle Boy can cut a promo, I was surprised. Um, it has been really good stuff. Uh, the slight, very brief pairing where MJF and Sammy were like buddies. Loved that. Yeah. It's been a really good story. Obviously, MJF is going to win, I yeah. think. It'd be really cool if somebody like Sammy won. Yeah. Because I, I, like, a lot of people hate him, and I understand why, but I love Sammy, dude. What Do you think it would be a really good pop if Jungle Boy won? For a week or so, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause he he was when we went to Double or Nothing two years ago. He, he was the was, most over person the entire night. He was the most other over. than Orange Cassidy <clears throat> and uh, Stang. Yeah, Stang. Stang. Uh, yeah, MJF's gonna win. I think it'll be a great match. Oh God, yeah. Um, cause you got two guys who love to take crazy bumps to get over, and then you have Jungle Boy who can kind of do a little bit of everything. I mean, uh, so it'll be a good match. So that's Double or Nothing and Night of Champions. That's a lot. Let's get into the reason why we're here. And it's episode four of Heels. Here we are. Well, as we're too, uh, excited. Well, there. as we're entering min- minute 90 of this episode. Minute 30. <laughs> hey, I honestly thought it was like 45 minutes. I thought we'd been talking forever. You need to learn time there, bub. Huh? Time is. Time's an idea, man. Just goodness. As Ryan leaves the set. That's right. <laughs> like, I'm hear, done. My time limit's up. You, you hear See him me on the, the distance. Hear me on the checker cast. <laughs> Monday at eight. <laughs> slide you a slide you a bill here. There you go. Uh, that's you right. Know, that's right. You promote us at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna promote you at the Pain. start. I was gonna say in the host of the checker cast, but I didn't do that. Okay. From now on, every episode. That's what I have to say. You were introducing it. me as the host of the checker cast. Absolutely. <laughs> here and we are introducing Ryan as the co-host, <laughs> and you as the special guest. That's right. Me as the special guest every episode, pretty much. Just <laughs> here we go. We we're need to figure him out as the host of another wrestling podcast. <laughs> We're in the big leagues now. Here we go. People are going to hate us. <laughs> do they already not hate us? Uh, the viewership certainly uh, shows that they do. Yeah, that's right. Um, you have to ask them, huh? That's right. Do you guys hey, hate us? Do y'all hate us? 
Do y'all, how y'all feel? Comment down below. Now, if you are listening and you hate us, send a voice message through Anchor or Spotify. It's Spotify. How, don't, how dare you say Shut the up. A word. The A word. <laughs> we don't say Anchor. We say Spotify for podcasters. That's what it's called. Spotify for podcasters. Anyways, did we all pick MJF? Yes. Yep. We figured out what happens to Wild Bill in this episode. Uh, we close off episode three with Wild Bill saying that he screwed up at Willie's house. And uh, then we see what happens. He is up in New York uh, with the corporate people of what was presumed to be the big leagues. WWE. Um, well, yeah. They, they really nailed it when they said, not only is the title light up, but the logo will be on the title. And it will be really big front and center. And I'm like, oh, that was a knock. So you can see it from a mile away. Um, so, of course, Wild Bill's not a fan of it, which, by the way, why would you have a, in, in a wrestling sense, why would you have a guy who's a wrestler work in your merchandising department? Because that's essentially what he's in. Now, of course, they don't really specify it, but you don't hear many, like, I don't think there's many discussions of a, of the belt, or at least the belt design, in a lot of creative meetings. I could be wrong, but... Well, it seems like he's more of like an advisor at this point or something. Or maybe they just kind of want the wrestler's input. Yeah. Like when it comes to big decisions like that. I mean, like he that. seems like he has, is, was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, All the above. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it'd be like if they asked Austin or Cena what they think would work. I mean, it's not a terrible idea yeah because i clearly they knew or had something figured out yeah also just like get a couple of steve weisers on that belt just put you right. some miller light on Here's it Here's what we need we need a skull smoke out the eyes cool turd rattlesnakes on the side of the belt snake skin everywhere all right uh mr stone what? Cold, becky's gonna hold this what? belt <laughs> <laughs> you mean the new stone cold <laughs> That's Stone Cold at. <laughs> so, uh, Wild Bill goes on a rant in the office saying that, you know, he fractured his skull, got two knee replacements during his wrestling career for a toy. And watched his friends die. That's chasing, right. what do you say? Chasing the dream. Chasing the dream, all just Running to become a good corporate dream. soldier. Um, we then next Yes, see, Ryan, we know. Cody Rhodes, okay. Yeah. We then next, <laughs> we next see Bill sitting out of place in first class. With a little, you know, little bottles of airplane liquor. A couple of them. Uh, about two at a time. Uh, then we see him go uh, in the bathroom with a travel bag and a few more bottles. To about four. Moments later, wearing his entrance vest, cowboy hat, the championship belt prototype. And his penis. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't take it off. And nothing, <laughs> and nothing else. Um, yeah. So... This happens. It's very similar, or at least probably got some inspiration from the plane ride from hell, because Flair did that. He raided a liquor cart and got naked and flopped it around. All right, in his in his robe. Yep. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> you try to mess with me on this airplane, you got another thing coming. You picked a very dangerous time to waterfall. He did. <laughs> if it was Ryan, he would have choked. <laughs> I'd be dead. I, I had to focus. Flair, to focus Flair always gets them. Um, he then tells everybody to capture the moment. Get your phone out. Get your camera out. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're displeased with the shenanigans and orders him to lay low. That brings us back to his arrival at Willie's big fancy house. By the way, how did Willie get that house? So, I would like to say one thing. I wish this show wasn't like P 
PG, semi PG thirteen, so I could say some of the things Wild Bill says on the show. He's got some one liners. Oh, dude, the first class yuppie. F- <laughs> yeah, he's got some one liners. <laughs> he goes, "Let me go back to coach too." Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Let's imagine you're sitting in coach, you know, going uh, to Duffy, Georgia, from New York, and uh, well, or Atlanta, 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 and probably a layover in Charlotte. Anyways, uh, unless you're on Delta, d- yeah. Just imagine you're in coach and you go, "Oh man." I kind of hear some commotion up in first class. Then he just pops <laughs> out, dude. I'm Wild Bill. Wake up, Duffy. <laughs> right, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so he's at Willie's house, complete with massive backyard, a pond, a teenage daughter, and a nice marriage <laughs> to a buttoned-up guy named Ted. This all bothers Bill, who Willie once dated years ago. And he passively aggressively says that Ted's paintings are too dry and giddily shows the viral video of his natural blessings. And he says, no, no, see how big the sensor blur is on that? <laughs> it's kind of hard to hide my natural gift. <laughs> um, then we move on to... Oh, wait, no. She said, "She said you got to keep that thing in your pants, Bill. He said, it was meant to be shared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, then we get to uh, Ace and Thomas at a tense family dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a small fire in the house. We'll say, so uh, Jack's did we, house. Did we skip the bar? Not no, we're not there yet. Okay. So or not, oh, we will that's be. before the dinner. I yeah, think after the fire. So that's yeah. why. So the dinner isn't yeah. the fire okay. kind of open the show in a sense after the Wild Bill stuff. Yeah, because uh, Jack's sitting there writing the script. Yeah, I'm writing, writing, writing the show for for Sunday. Got a got a big event coming up. Bobby Penn's taking on. And Bo- he Bobby he, he hears the smoke detector. Which by the way, my first response when I hear the smoke detector is. Gotta go change the batteries. <laughs> Not grab the kids, get everything, get out of here. Yeah, as his own, as his son's room's on fire. Like, was his son cooking meth? Like, <laughs> they thought about it. Uh, oh, squirrels well, and, and, and you see Jack trying to put the fire out, and the son's like, "Don't use my blanket." And he's like, "Get out of the house!" Like, just, <laughs> I mean, that's a who cares about your blanket? My favorite one was when one of you uh, compared it to the Jeff Hardy Matt Hardy storyline. Oh yeah, <laughs> right, just imagine Jack Spade. What about my son, man? What about Jack? Oh wait, he's Jack. Why did you sound like Mick Foley there? <laughs> it sounded like mankind. Come, <laughs> Come here, Dad. The house is on fire, Dad. <laughs> um. Jeez. So the house is on fire. So for the time being, they go and move Mama Spade into Mama, Mama Spades. Spades. Nana Spade? Can I just call Granny you Miss Spade? Spade. Miss Spade. I don't know. <laughs> Old Thomas named about seven grandparents. That's he right. Did, there was dude. a bunch. Only one of them present. <laughs> yeah. So they move into uh, Grandmama Spade's house temporarily. All but one of them are in heaven. Dur- yeah. That's right. <laughs> During this, Ace is at the bar where he discovers that Wild Bill's there too. And he decides to get his one Miller Light and twenty four wings to go. <laughs> no, no, not wings, wings. <laughs> bad. Hey, hey, can you tell him wings to Joe? <laughs> Just uh, twenty four wings. Prince right. and Duffy. Like tw- twelve is a lot for me. Oh yeah, twelve is a lot for me. We're talking bone in, right? Like bones. I would wings? assume so. He's at a bar. You mean you not mean bars bar. ain't got no chicken nuggets? Not most of them. No, fair enough. Not looks, a bar like that. That looks pretty classy. I'm surprised that bar has food. Like that bar I, that looks since, like a bar. That since has when food. was the measure for class boneless and? Because <laughs> <laughs> only the fancy places had the boneless wings. Look. Yeah, like Buffalo Waddles. <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's Hooters. It's fine dining. Does Hooters have boneless wings? Yes. I haven't been to a Hooters since I was like twelve. It's still Hooters. That's the most Alabama thing you could have said. <laughs> it's still Hooters. I went there. I went there for my brother's like twelfth birthday party. 
Y'all were both 12? We were. <laughs> we're twins. <laughs> Service is pretty dog water there now, to be honest with you. Was it ever good? I, th- the girl, like, they used to be like, ex- they'd like act excited, which made it kind of funny. They'd be like, oh, so glad you guys came here. The rest of the people are losers. And now they're just like, are you going to drink? Are they drunk while they're asking? I mean, it was something not. <laughs> the, the couple what? I, the couple I know, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> we hate it here. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Then uh, Wild Bill starts talking to Ace. Then they decide to, you know, have some beers, have some drinks, and then go hustle some people at pool. Wild Bill then gets into character, breaks a pool stick, streams cuck a doodle doo and <laughs> other great <laughs> and some other things, and says it's just part of the character. Uh, and that leads us to family dinner. So of course, <laughs> uh, I think care. I don't know. Mama Spade and Grandmama Spade went to the store with Kid Spade. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they were talking about something and some chicken and ta-da. There you go. Um, I think it's all I've reached something the age about, now where I don't care about price. I find something that works and I just use it. They were just talking about being mamas and the hard life of being mamas. Yeah. Yeah, Especially how, in the business. Kayfabe. Yes. <laughs> you got to kayfabe the grocery shopping <laughs> list, okay? <laughs> um. So we get to this dinner scene. And of course... <sighs> You got chicken and rice and all that great stuff, and there, you know, there's two seats <laughs> empty at the table. One <laughs> we're expecting one to be filled up. <laughs> uh, Jack's like, "Hey, Mama, let's eat dinner. Just don't get cold." It's been 15 minutes now. Yeah, it's been 15. minutes. He ain't coming. And of course, Grandma Spade's like, you know, Ace is clearly her favorite. Oh, no yeah. way! <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so we get to this point, and Mama Spade, Grandma Spade, is just kind of sitting there like, "Hey." We haven't ate together like family. Well, don't wait. In comes Ace rocking shorts, probably the same boots he ran in. Brave Oh, take the hat off. Take the hat off. It looks good, though, don't it, it buddy? Good. It looks good, don't it? Thomas. Tommy. Boy Spade. <laughs> Boy Spade. <laughs> um, I want them all to call each other that now. And then, and then they let Thomas say the blessing. <laughs> First mistake. <laughs> and they're just like... Dear God, thank you for Grandmama Spade, Daddy Spade, Uncle Jack Spade with the glass eye, Jimmy Jack Spade, Daddy Spade, Granddaddy Spade in heaven, Cousin Spade, Cousin Spade, Auntie Spade. Amen. (laughs) Granddaddy Jack ain't in heaven. He's in hell. Yeah, he didn't even say it right. He was so excited. Yeah, he was so excited. Goodness. She, like... First, right when he says uh, Granddad Spade in heaven, she like opens her eyes and looks at him in the most evil look <laughs> ever. And then they get done. Everybody's getting their helping. You know, having their, the mushy rice. Yeah. They're getting their <laughs> scoop. And then she just goes, Thomas, baby. Granddaddy ain't up in heaven. He's down there in hell where people go when they kill themselves. <laughs> Poor Thomas is just trying to try, just trying to grab one of them wings. <laughs> Grandma Randy Spade Orton. <laughs> I mean, and then good. she uh, compared him to Judas, who betrayed God. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, King of Spades, Judas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah, there's only one true king. Both, so. were, both maybe, were, maybe. Long live the king. <laughs> both were heels. 
<laughs> no, uh, Tom Spade was a babyface. Oh no, he was healing real. No, because <laughs> remember, uh, Jack told Ace, "You think your dad was a face because he's such a good guy, right?" He knew you were there. He knew you were home that day. He knew you were home that day. He was actually gonna wake you up first, but he, he didn't have the <laughs> he's time. Gonna, he's gonna, he was gonna announce it. Hey, Ace! <laughs> hey, Ace! Come in for breakfast. Be there in a second. Poof. Ace, hey, Ace! How do you like your brains, fried or scrambled? <laughs> brains, you mean? <laughs> You so, mean eggs, right, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, she said, and then it's just so stupid. <laughs> hey, Daddy, we can't eat brains for breakfast. What are we zombies? Dad, wake up! Dad, you're so funny. <laughs> I'm sure he's all right. <laughs> no, but after after that insane comment was made by Grandmama Spade, they uh, Ace just goes, "So Thomas." Uh, Baseball. Yeah. He's like, I was literally doing, man. And then she proceeds to say, Your grandfather is burning. (laughs) His flesh is burning. He is gone. Not with the Lord, with Satan. Can can you give us like old school, like super heavy Baptist, like you will burn in hell type of uh, thing? You got it in you, buddy. I know it (laughs) is. Mama was Pentecostal. Uh, There you go. Do it in tongues. <laughs> I know better. <laughs> there you go. Oh man! If you decide to put your brains out on the street, hell is where you be with the devil on fire. And Judas, <laughs> Judas is just like you. He <laughs> he betrayed the Lord, and so will you. This Sunday in the Thunderdome. <laughs> Top five moment in the show. <laughs> this Sunday in hell, it's going to be Tom Spade versus Satan. Judas is the enforcer. You've heard of hell in hell. This is hell in hell. <laughs> hell in the hell. In the fiery lakes. Yo, granddaddy versus Satan himself. <laughs> Balls count anywhere. Except out of hell. <laughs> You ain't getting out, boy. <laughs> I was heard another wrestling podcast. Really do tell you. Don't go to hell. <laughs> if you can do anything about it, don't, don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, so, of course, Mama Spade, or Grandmama Spade, is now in shock and awe when everybody starts to leave the table. <laughs> As if she did nothing wrong. Daddy's burning flesh made me lose my appetite. <laughs> It's the most, like, it's the most I've agreed with Ace the entire season. Yeah, he, th- he went through an entire character arc in this whole episode. Mm-hmm. He did. Had heartbreak, a little more heartbreak, cried some more, then had a little more heartbreak. Yeah, and then actually said something kind of smart. When and he was then given... had some more heartbreak. <laughs> and then we do need to see um, like kind of a lighthearted moment after this. Like you can kind of tell he's still he can be a good person because he's trying to. Look after Thomas afterwards. Like, well, well you got to separate you, the character, from you, the person. That's right. That's right. He doesn't really get that yet. No, he doesn't. So, like, when you see him be a good uncle and, like, care about Thomas, care about the feelings. <laughs> what if like, you'd have walked in? <laughs> what are you crying about, boy? Hey, what you crying about? It's ju- hey, it's just granddaddy. I was I mean, here. <laughs> I was here, damn it. <laughs> just granddaddy. <laughs> um. So, I mean, he comes in. At least it ain't daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yet we don't know what season two will have. 
Ooh, that's I'm, true. I'm just saying. Carry um, on a family legacy. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's the storyline, isn't it? <laughs> the lessons learned from Chat. his father. <laughs> to go from alive to dead. <laughs> After seeing a deer in the tomato and garden. eternal damnation. <laughs> If you like that NASCAR Spade. reference, check out the Checker Cast every Monday at 8 Jack Spade has blown his brains out. <laughs> <laughs> on the back porch of Spade residence. What is Jack Spade doing in the in the hell zone? <laughs> People are going to think we're so insensitive to suicide. <laughs> like, that's like, we're I, not. I wasn't making fun of suicide. <laughs> I was making fun of Jack Spade dying. I'm, I'm sure Jack's all right. <laughs> Anyways, Dan, if you like those NASCAR references that's making Ryan huff and puff over here. He might just blow your house down. Um, Don't laugh at that. That was the worst. It was, kind of, it, was, it, was just, it was just funny how you delivered it, and then you just looked down at your computer. That's, <laughs> just, see, it's, it's always the delivery. Yeah. It's never the joke, because Jerry Seinfeld's the most unfunny person in the entire world, but his delivery's great. Um, Is that right? That's Springer, ain't it? Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> I know equally. It's a Jerry. <laughs> I know equally as little about both of them. Oh. I think one had a TV show. Both. both oh, they both show. did. Look at that. <laughs> Anyways, so to make Thomas feel better, he gives him a Georgia Bulldogs blanket, the same <laughs> one that he is swaddled in as he's walking around trying to figure out what Dad did to that deer in the garden. <laughs> like, yeah. Daddy. <laughs> He just he, he walks out there, he sees a deer in the garden, he's like, Oh, and he goes, Oh, he missed. <laughs> he went to engage it in hand to hand combat. How how did y'all feel about Ace's little uh speech to Thomas when he I liked it. When Thomas was asking him very difficult questions like who cleans uh granddad up? He doesn't even say him, like he said uh, He said Jack. Yeah. So I don't but you know, I don't know, they didn't really show us what happens afterwards. They just show us right like, who found him and stuff. But I mean even then like I don't know. I guess like it's that that those are those are kind of tough questions. That's the best he's handled any situation in the entire he, he show, and it's quite literally the hardest did you imagine, situation. Did you he's imagine? Been in. Did you imagine he's so nice now, and then like Thomas just wakes up and his head shaved, <laughs> and like he's keyed his car. I mean, just, not my Bronx. It looks like racing straps. <laughs> um, I, I like I do like how quick and snappy his answers were. Like especially when he was like, "Why did he do it?" And he's like, eh, "His spirit got broken." Yeah. Simple. Yeah. And then, well, Thomas is what eight, eight. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really need to give him a long. Super... Well, see, Thomas, you also need to tell that your granddad's in hell for doing it. Like... Well, no, I agree. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, um, all of that could have been avoided by. Yeah, and I, I like know. how he didn't like. He didn't try to like misquote anything that he that could have been wrong. She was like, he. I mean, he said he said Grandmama said it was in the Bible, and he just said she maybe she needs to reread it. Like he didn't say no. Actually, the Bible says this. Should I tell her that? Which, by the way, <laughs> doesn't say it anywhere. Nope. There's no. How, how dare you go against Grandmammy Spade? No one knows. I mean, that's Meemaw Spade. Well, here's here's Mammy my Spade. here's my argument. If you get salvation, you don't lose it. I agree. So no, can't can't answer. It, it, it's it's just a sin at that point. But right? did he pay enough money? I mean, it, even then, I don't even think it's. I don't even think it would really be a sin. I mean, that's for another theology podcast we could drive into. <laughs> um, but I think no, it's, it would be the 
Ology. The Ology podcast. They see? Then we could review the entire Odyssey. Can we just like review the Bible? I don't think that would go well. The Bible's actually a very interesting read. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> not, not quite as thrilling as some of the old Greek text. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty solid though. Anyways. Jeez. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Some book critic out there is like, who published this? Just like read it. <laughs> so, well, I mean, people have reviewed the Bible as like a a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Ace is worried that he's going to become a heel in real life too, given the way he cruelly talks to Helen Cooper at the grocery store earlier in the show, <laughs> how he treats Crystal. He then see he then begins to see how the line between wrestling and real life. Blur after spending an impromptu afternoon watching Wild Bill take out his frustrations on, on someone at the bar. Um, he then, there's a scene in the basement uh, with Jack watching old, old DWL stuff. And of course, before this, he does this PowerPoint presentation <laughs> Failed to his miserably. sponsor. That's horrible. <laughs> and we think we can try to get it somewhere like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You know, we are on the TikTok. TikTok. The TikTok. <laughs> uh, you think, you think, I think you have a chat filters. Yeah, big Snapchat filter. Which nobody's going to use. Like, yeah. Let's be real. Hey, honestly. it's Duffy. <laughs> yeah? Uh-huh. Where are you going with that? What are you doing with that, Sean? It's um, Duffy. I'm afraid of Yeah. Wake I, up. Um, <laughs> we then see, uh, after this failed sponsorship thing, we keep moving forward and pretty much get to the basement. Ace is side-by-side side with Jack, complaining. Ace says that Jack has too much control. Well, it's like he came down there just to hang out with him. Like, I was actually on Ace's side for this one. And then he said, man, you ever see those uh, Florida dystopia videos? And then Jack's like, oh, you mean the ones where they say F the DWL and uh, the crowd chants it and they set each other on fire? Yeah, I've seen a couple of those. And then Ace was like, all their stuff is cinematic. I mean, what if we did something cinematic? He's like, I didn't, I didn't want you to come down here and bring me your creative notes. And I'm just like, dude, let him help. <laughs> yeah. Because his idea ends up being pretty it good. Awesome. Ends up being really good. Now, of course, during this time, we see Bobby Pins and Crystal getting, you know, a little friendly. You know, Bobby's trying to get some gear made up. And mind you, while he's going through all this gear designs and buying gear and testing gear out, at the end, they find a gimmick that's going to work, that's going to be really good. Bobby 85, I'm cool with it. I love gimmicks like that. I mean, just like Blash in the past, Matt Stevens is still a possibility, you know? And... What about, then, you, what about your boy? Do what? Old Tricky Ricky? <laughs> nah. nah. Who'd he ever beat? Um, but then you get to Crystal. As he's putting this gear on, like, Romeo. What do you think? And then Crystal's like, you know what? I think it should be Bobby Pins. Like, <laughs> dude spent money. It ain't like he got that much money to spend on gear. He's living in, like, an Airstream trailer. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, come on. Gear's yeah, but, it, but it looks yeah, clean it looks, it looks in there. Nice. Yeah, you know, it parked you, right by the dome. You know how much wrestling costumes cost? <laughs> Don't say costumes. <laughs> <laughs> they cost a bunch. All right, trying to get your costume for your for your for your fight is crazy. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so they've been kind of developing a relationship. We then see it kind of transition into Ace and Bobby filming this cinematic promo through the gas well, well, station. You skipped old buddy. No, that was. That was after that. That was after this, yeah. So we see this thing. Ace gets some control, starts writing something out. It leads to this promo. We see Ace and Bobby Pins fight throughout the gas station. 
you know, messing around, the, you know, the slushy machines and stuff thrown at each other, a couple of kicks, punches outside of the parking lot area. Uh, Chris was on a four-wheeler for some reason. Uh, <laughs> she was just behind the counter. Yeah, just behind the counter. Well, she's quick, you know. I mean, she's you quick. saw that hurricane run. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then 99 agility. the coolest part, granted, I don't know how safe it would actually be to do, but the fight on the back of the truck through that car wash, awesome. really cool. The, I don't know why no one's tried that. I think because it's potentially dangerous to do that. I mean, those brushes are pretty high powered. So they moving, they moving quite a bit. Um, and then out of nowhere, the best fight breakup of all time, Jack Spade comes running in double clothesline to the guys that are in this brawl. And then you see the rest of the DWL superstars, wrestlers, talent, restrain them and say, hey, you guys want to fight? All right, you guys want a shot at this? Lifts up three shirts. Here's this Duffy World Wrestling <laughs> Championship. If you want to fight for this? You'll do it in the ring. My ring. And then that's it. And then My ring or the no ring. That's right. <laughs> My ring or somebody else's, but not mine and not yours. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> so... Stone Cold Oliver Queen. Th- no. <laughs> hey, there we go. Stone He's almost Cold, got the haircut. Stone Cold Stephen Amell. <laughs> He's got the vest, too, in the show. Yeah. He's like one number away from being bald. Yeah. I see that. Then you get to uh, Ace is getting himself cleaned up, trying to talk to Crystal. He's like, hey, Crystal, you want to get a bite or something, you know? And Just and, refusing to say sorry. Yeah. In it, any it, way it, it was pretty harsh the last episode. Um, a little bit. And she says no, or she says that she's got to work a shift, so. Which, yeah. Makes sense. Hey, career, you know? Um, then he tries to swing by the trailer, sees her and Bobby on the trampoline together, as most romantic couples do, um, and decides, hey, I'm going to let my heel persona come through my real life and keys Poppy's car. <laughs> um, beautiful Bronco. Beautiful Bronco. Uh, and Bobby's like, man, someone keyed my car. No, someone keyed my Bronco. <laughs> it kind of looks like racing straps. Yeah. So, well, I just just get old Bobby. I'd be so pissed. just so optimistic. About I would everything. be so especially pissed. with the Bronco, dude. I love I would be so I love unbelievably it pissed off. I love it at Bronco, especially an all white Bronco. I would shoot a man. It wasn't white. Why not? Like an all white Bronco. You know? Yeah. They don't go too fast. My fire, they really don't. <laughs> Got a, you know, not good for a, for a high speed chassis. I know a certain you. former NFL running back probably run faster than. It. Oh, how about Emmitt Smith? Uh, Chris Johnson. Oh, the old CJ two K. The juice. <laughs> Freshly squeezed. <laughs> Orange chassis wasn't a running back in the NFL. How dare you? Um, we then go back to Willie's house and. During this time, while Bill is peeing in the pond, um, and Willie's like, "Hey, can you quit? <laughs> like, just showing your 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 blessings to people." And he just said, "Hey, the Lord gave it to me to use it, or something. I don't know." It's it hard to show off. Yeah, just a nice little quippy one liner, and then it gets pretty intense real quick. Bill goes on a rant, talking, you know, just really, pretty much trashing Willie's marriage. Trashing the teenage daughter, the house. Like, hey, if I was with you and had that teenage daughter, that'd have been another abortion I'd have to pay for. And then Willie just punches him. He he literally like he's like he's like, how about old Wiener Ted in there? He knows I used to tag his wife, but he lets me stay here. And that teenage daughter you hate. Wish I was around to pay for that abortion. And then she just like 
Like one two McGregor, you know, <laughs> and then Wild Bill, you know, catches it. You're expecting a reverse, you know. Um, she didn't call it. That's no, the she problem. didn't call it. Yes, that's why. That's why. That's why Wild Bill stopped. Stops. She doesn't flinch. Man, you still got it in you. Like, <laughs> come on. That's just you know. That's don't try to downplay what just happened. Uh, then we get the scene as Wild Bill wakes up. It's a phone call. Um. Uh, Saying he's fired. No, that was the night before. That's not before. That's why he was out there. Oh, gotcha. she said, she said, you got let go, didn't you? And then gave him a nice little gotcha. pat on the back. Okay, like, I'm okay. sorry. And then he proceeded to tell her, yeah. that, you know, everything. Then, uh, as Wild Bill's walking out, smoking a cigarette in the garage, which sounds horrible, uh, Ted has all of his stuff right in front of that Escalade. Wiener Ted <laughs> says, "Hey, there's a hotel right by the interstate. Free breakfast, all the syrup you want. See you, Bill. That's it." So, then we figure out that he's staying at this hotel, and Jack's going to find him. Uh, to in, tell him to stay away from uh, old Acey Poo. Yeah, old Ace. And while he's doing that, his wife calls, says she's got a job at the grocery store. Got a job at the old Piddly Wiggly. All right. My mama worked at the Piddly Wiggly. Not many of them around anymore. No, Good not Good for Duffy. All. I know, right? Clemina's got Piddly Wiggly. Yep. Pretty, so, the, there's one in Homewood, too. Pretty nice. Have you seen the one like Mount Laurel in Chelsea? No. They've Look, got one? Hear me out. It's <laughs> no the sign is piddly wiggly. The inside of it is like a Whole Foods. It's like Ooh. the nicest piddly wiggly. I have to go to Chelsea. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you, <laughs> like, like, you just got Ryan excited. <laughs> All right. Ooh, the fancy pig. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm what? moving to Chelsea. Don't oh I? man, it's Mount Laurel. Good, oh. get it right. Just oh. oh my goodness, the fancy piddly wiggly's got 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 free samples. Um. <laughs> Yeah, goodness. Did uh, they? I don't know. <laughs> I only walked past it. Oh. <laughs> I passed it. <laughs> walked past it. I passed it. Who's walking down two eighty? No, it's not on two eighty. It's off two eighty. I think. I can't remember. I don't know where it is. So it's in Mount Laurel. You know. <laughs> Anyways, Ace gets a phone call, or Jack gets a phone call. His wife's working at the Piddly Wiggly. Um, as long as you're happy, I'm. F him. <laughs> F Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Who the pig ever beat? All right. I mean, and uh, he goes to find Wild Bill, finds him, and he's screaming at this hotel owner. Not in like in a mean way. It's just talking to him. He's like, hey, Harry, how you doing? Where's Wild Bill at? <laughs> One ninety. All right. Thank you, buddy. Then goes to the second floor. Yep. And can't find Wild Bill. Well, he hears him. He's beating the hell out of an ice maker. <laughs> yeah. Glass on in his underwear. <laughs> Might be an unpopular opinion. I think Jack was afraid to talk to him. Well, so. if you see someone literally fighting an ice machine, it's probably not a great idea to... Yeah. They're probably not in a talking state of mind. Or could it, or could it maybe have been some compassion? Like, oh, I mean, dang. Like, maybe. Because he, he knows what happened to Bill. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, oh, he's he's pretty... It's pretty rough right Just now. Just let him... Just let him do what he wants. And he does. A few... Wake up, Duffy! A few hotel... Cups full of wild turkey, and he climbs up, gets in his ring gear, climbs up to the roof of this hotel or motel, and just starts screaming. Just wake up, Duffy! I'm Wild Bill. Who wants to fight? I'm gonna fight, huh? Hey, you like pizza? Like, just I got big JBL vibes from him. <laughs> oh, I like that last little chug he did. It's probably like two or three shots worth. I was like, ooh, that was a tough chug. Oh, yeah. That was a tough one at the top. Like, I wouldn't have done that. No, goodness. Well, Wild Bill's built different. I, I don't call him Wild Bill for no reason. I mean, He's got untamed pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Missed that one-liner. Yeah, Had to bring it back I somehow. I don't, I don't like your face when you said it. <laughs> Just... <laughs> 
Um, you can't say the best one. So. That's right. Oh, no, you man, can't. It's a sad, sad and, thing. I'll say that, it on the checkered cast. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> there you go. And that's that closes our episode. I mean, so a lot of things have happened while Bill's fired and, and Duffy for now. This show is like the Ted Lasso for wrestling fans, right? I feel like their stories are kind of like drawn out like a lot, kind of like Ted Lasso is. Yeah, but I think with Ted Lasso at least, they're still doing a really good job of, I guess, keeping you entertained and kind of building things up in the show. Like I feel like there's there's some moments in Heels where there's kind of just nothing. Fair enough. And there's a little bit more filler. Um, like for example, with Ace going through a whole character arc in a one-hour sequence, like that's you don't really have to do that in a series, especially if you have eight episodes. You can draw this out for eight episodes. Uh uh-uh. But it's almost like you took an hour and forty-five minute two-hour movie and you've now cut it into eight episodes because <laughs> they've drawn everything out and there's a little bit more filler and it's kind of a it's still not bad. It's still a really good show. See, like this season is continuing to get better. There's a lot of great stories that are still being built. Um, but I will say, I don't know if it was, there was funny moments in it. There was good moments in the show, but it kind of just didn't feel like, at least with this episode kind of felt meh. Um, Fair enough. but still really good. Some, some great dialogue. Yeah. Oh, great dialogue. Throughout Wild Bill's my favorite character. I mean, um, so what y'all think of the episode as a whole? I enjoyed it. It progressed the story. Yeah. Enough. It did, did its job. We all sports entertained. Or sure. just entertained. It was a I was show. entertained, yeah. yeah. That was pretty fun. That was pretty entertained. Pretty entertained. Shutting yeah. up for some real world heat with old Ace and oh my goodness. Bobby, Bobby Pan. Bobby Pan. Oh, forgot man. his daggum name. Is the next episode the episode I think it is? At some point, they got to get in the ring together. Yes. If I remember correctly, yes. No. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I cannot wait to see Ryan's reaction to that. And you'll have to tune into that next week, everybody. Episode 5 coming out next week for Heels. Uh, but we do have an episode coming out on... We have this episode, then we'll probably do another episode covering both Night Champions and Double or Nothing. Quite literally going to be a long weekend. It is. It is. Y'all rest up tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to Bucky's, brother. Nice. Oh. Yeah, I went to Bucky's uh, not too long ago for oh, the first yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went what? to Bucky's. Not impressed. Copy one nuggets. It's it, truthfully, it is almost like a Walmart, or if Seven Eleven was kind of classy. But like, I was asking my parents like what to expect because they were talking it up like it's the Disney World of gas stations, which kind of is. Well, I mean, compared to other gas um, stations, it is. I was like, what can I expect? And they said, they said, there's something for everybody in here. I said, everybody. She said, yep, you will find something you like. And I was in there. I was like, I don't see any wrestling or NASCAR in here. Did you get you some brisket? I've had it before. Didn't really. Well, I was. I'd already ate. I got me a large fountain coke. <clears throat> I don't know. Get some beaver nuggets. No, I did not. Mm. You don't know beaver nuggets. My sister got like half a pound of beef jerky. They got pretty good uh, brisket taco too. Yeah, they had or a burrito. lot of selections. Of Dude, beef have you had jerky. the have you had the brisket taco yep. where it's just brisket and Bronco. a tortilla? Bronco. Somebody keyed my Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody keyed my brisket taco. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a racing strap. <laughs> Just, um, so yeah. So we got another episode coming out as we're going to review United Champions and Double or Nothing, or at least as much as we can of both. Um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. And that's coming out on Sunday night. 
very late probably. But Monday morning at 8 a.m. Here's the real reason why we're probably hey, still doing 9 a.m. Eastern. 9 a.m. Who cares? 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. It's the only okay. time zone that matters. That's right. The only time zone that matters is the Central one. Uh, when and Ryan got a NASCAR podcast. How about that? Yep. I mean, look, how about, how about us expanding? And by that, I mean just finding something else to do until we quit wrestling. Um, So, Fair. <laughs> the Checker Cast, every single Monday, recapping all things NASCAR going on there. So, pretty fun stuff, I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. It. I think so. I mean, I think it's okay. I think y'all are okay. I think y'all y'all had some guests come in. I think it's been really good. I've only had one episode. Mm-hmm. And the <clears> guest <throat> y'all had was really good. I definitely think it's a lot easier to get like like guest guests on an NASCAR podcast rather than wrestling because wrestlers like I mean they seven days a week they are booked for mm-hmm. something. You want you me get you in touch with an Allison? I ain't talked to Justin Allison in about 10 years since I was supposed to meet him for I'm, something. I'm trying there. to get damn Red Farmer on the podcast. <laughs> Make it happen, man. Dude, come we, on, man. Your daddy's daddy's mama's daddy like raised him or something. I mean... <clears throat> Paul Paul. Ah. Paul Paul Fox. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Race with him back in the 60s and 70s. Roll Todd. He's going to get the marketing director on y'all's show. But check it out. She's if you're not even the marketing right? director anymore. Well, I looked it up when I made the TikTok. Oh, man. Goodness. Check well, us out on TikTok. To be fair, that's just what the guy I was working with said. Mm-hmm. Was, her, was her name Jill? I, I didn't ask her. Janice. <clears throat> Did not ask her. She looked her. like a Stacy. <laughs> Don't know. Was her name Monica? Monaco? Grand Prix? Hear all about it on the Checker Cast. Not watching Monaco. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to watch it. Shut up. Yes, you will. All right. No. But, (laughs) um, yeah, we have to witness history. The first green flag pass since 1996. (laughs) For the lead. Yeah. I'm good. (laughs) But check it out. Episode two of the Checker Cast comes out on Mondays. Uh, Tune into it. Great time if you're a NASCAR fan. Great time if you're not. Honestly. Still pretty funny. So, with that being said, this is quite honestly the most tiring, if not the greatest weekend in podcast history for us um so until next time which will be very soon for Wayne Ryan and myself this has been another wrestling podcast and we'll see you on the next one Meh.